0: Welcome to another inspirational message from Northwest Church. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information on what your next step may be, please visit our website at northwestchurch.com.au. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Lee. Uh, I'm one of the pastors here. I'm probably the old guy, um, though I don't look it, I know. It is good to be loved. Well, let's just pray before we come around God's word this morning. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, that, Father, every day spent with you is precious. Every day, Lord, spent with you uh, brings us to life, to light, to strength, encouragement. Lord, we're so thankful that you love us. And, Lord God, today... Uh, we want to look into your word, Lord God, that we might be strengthened by it, that we might be encouraged by it, that we might, Lord, know how to live by it through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Bless God. Well, I guess I've probably seen more New Year's Eve than most of you, um, and I've heard people make more Uh, promises of how they're going to change their life than most of you. Uh, I actually haven't done that for mm, probably longer than some of you have been alive. But today, uh, you know, I just wonder, I just wonder what your hope might be for 2019. But I want to talk to you uh, more than that. I want to talk to you about what you can do about your hope for 2019. You know, I, uh, I'm into my umpteenth mobile phone. Um- phone. Uh, I don't know how many of these I've had. I remember the first one that ever came out. Uh, a friend of mine had them, I didn't. You know, you needed wheels on it to carry it about. It was sort of, uh, they called it a brick and it was in a case about this by this by about this deep. Uh, and now we've got them pocket size. But, you know, uh, for my generation, computers and uh, uh, phones, mobile phones, they're uh, something of a, tra- of a challenge and a trial to us. But I am so glad that whatever computing uh, mechanisms you have, the makers have put in them a place where you can reset to how the maker first brought it into being what happens to phones uh, maybe not for you but you know I'll often open up my phone and I'll think what what is that and then I realize I've clicked on something and so I've got that whether I like it or I don't <laughs> And then I think, well, how do I get rid of that? And I realise I've got no clue how to do that. (laughs) And then I think, well, I don't want it there, so maybe maybe there's this thing that says I can reset to the original maker's platform on the phone. But then I realise there's stuff that I've put in there that I really want to hang on to. So I never press reset. But today I want to tell you that the greatest thing we can do in our life is to press reset to what the maker intended and placed in each one of us. Let's just read from the book of Philippians, chapter one, verses one to six. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi with the bishops and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. When Paul wrote this, he was imprisoned in Rome, and the only church that cared for him was the church in in, in Philippi. Uh, you know, if you were in prison in those days, you uh, you didn't get fed three day three meals a day you got what people brought to you and it was the Philippian church that looked after Paul while he was in imprisoned in Rome and so he writes this with great joy and he says in verse 6 that he is confident of one thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day that Jesus Christ comes again. And to you, church, today, God would say that he is going to complete the good work that he started in you. Now, to understand, Paul, he was an apostle, so a teacher of Christian life, and he wrote most of the New Testament. But before he was ever that, He uh, was a Jewish rabbi who had studied under one of the great Jewish rabbis of his day. And and so he understood a lot about scripture. And and to say that he was a Christian is probably not, not fully true. But to say that he was a completed Jew would be fully true. That what God had for the Jewish people, Paul had found in Christ Jesus. And that completed him in his Jewish faith. So we, we would suggest that Paul had a conversion on the Damascus Road, but I would suggest Paul found his completion on the Damascus Road. And when we come to know Christ as Lord and Saviour, we find our completion in Him. We find that our life has a reset. But, you know, we can go years and years along our Christian walk and, and we can see, as it was, uh, apps for our life that we just click on and say, yeah, I'm going to have that, I'm going to add that to my life, I'm going to add this to my life, I'm going to add this to my life. And sometimes we find that some of the things that we've added to our life really aren't that great. And, and they just clog up the hard drive and so maybe there's a time where we need to press the reset button on our life and go back to what the maker put there in the first place problem we get stuck in this situation where we believe ...that we're going to lose some stuff along the way. And so we're reluctant to press the reset button. But today I want to tell you what we achieve... ...or what God wants within us... ...when we press the reset button to our life. And so Paul is saying here... ...he who began a good work in you... and, ...and as a Jewish scholar and teacher... To, uh, to say he began a good work uh, will reference right back to the good work that God brought right at creation. And, and you know, the work that is in you began uh, because you were in the loins of Adam. You understand that? And so we can, we can trace the good work that God wants to do in each one of us right back to the beginning. Right back to Genesis and so I just want to take a few minutes to look at what the maker the God of your faith the God of my faith or the God that you may be coming to faith with had intended for you right from the start because what God intended is life to its full for each and every one of us God intended a life that is absolutely filled with blessing and joy and contentment and all the good things that you might be able to think about. So let's have a look. Four things that God did in the beginning. He who began a good work in you began with four things for your life for my life not too many really it's just the apps that we put into our life that clog that up get our hard drive a bit stuck but here they are in Genesis 1 verse 26 sorry we'll go back to Genesis 1 2 sorry if I got that up there No, didn't give you that one. Well, Genesis 1-2 says that the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Right at the beginning, there was total, total chaos represented by the words without void, water over the face of the deep, total chaos nothing nothing was in place and and the thing to realize is that god wasn't hassled he didn't panic he just hovered he just looked he just waited because he knew that he was greater than the chaos and god is greater than the chaos in your life or mine god is so much greater than the chaos and you know we we sometimes think that we've got to fight the chaos but god just hovers god's got it in hand he's got your life in hand he's got the things that we need in hand and he's had them there since the beginning and he's began that good work in you way back before you knew. But then he began it again or is waiting to begin it again when we come to Christ, when we come to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour, as Lord and Saviour. He's not just Saviour. He can be your Saviour and you'll go to heaven. That's fine. But that's not what Christian life's about. Christian life is about living a life where God, where Jesus Christ leads you into the fulfilment of everything that the maker had planned from you, for you way back. And so the reset button does this. It brings us back to the things that God intended on that, in, in that beginning. So the first thing we see is unity. It says of God that God was Eckhard is the Jewish word, I think. I don't know whether I'm pronouncing it right. I have trouble pronouncing Australian words right. Um, but it means unity in diversity. And it spoke of uh, the three persons of God being in absolute and perfect unity. And the thing that God wants for every person that he has placed on the on on the earth is unity you know when we have unity life increases when we have division life decreases when you are at when you're divided with somebody then there's something lost both to you and to them but when you're in unity then there's something very precious that's gained Because, you know, Psalm 133 tells me that where there is unity, God commands the blessing, even life forevermore. And so life comes out of unity. It doesn't come out of uh, division. But life for you and I, our reset button needs to bring us to unity. That's the first thing. Because God in three persons was in perfect unity hovering not panicking hovering over the darkness you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what darkness is in your life or my life it doesn't matter what negatives have come in the past year to you and I we've had a few Um, in fact uh, six weeks ago I had a stroke for you know and yet God's got me standing here praise the Lord but it doesn't matter what darkness comes to our life. God was able to overcome the darkness that overcame the world. Ours is fairly minor comparison, eh? And then the next thing is, uh, is humility. Humility jewish word is zimzum say zimzum it's a beautiful word isn't it zimzum well it means it means humility it means to get a little bit smaller in order that somebody else might get a little bit bigger and you know when god created the earth uh, he had filled all space or they had filled all space So they created a place by getting smaller themselves to come into the space that they make that we might thrive. It was always God's intention for you and I to rule, not to be ruled. For you and I to thrive, not to struggle. It was always God's intention. And he said, Let us make man in our image. And so he made us body, soul and spirit. He zimzammed to make a space where humanity could thrive. And you know, sometimes we need to humble ourselves that others might thrive. I've just spent three weeks with my wife towing the caravan. Sometimes, in order for someone else to grow, we have to contract that's called humility and my experience is that if I if I neglect the times when I must humble myself then somehow or other God's going to see to it that I'm pushed towards it my wife did a marvelous job Uh, she's a good driver with a caravan It's the only time she listens to her husband's instructions. (laughs) Sorry. We need sometimes to just get a little bit smaller so that the people around us can get a little bit bigger. Whether it's in our workplace, whether it's a parent to a child or a child to a parent when the parents get a little older. But we need to reset to a place of humility the third thing that was uh, present at creation was rhythm rhythm on the first day god on the second day god on the third day god on the fourth day god on the fifth day god on the sixth day god on the seventh day god rested from all his works And the thing that God wants in our life is a rhythm of knowing when to work and when to rest. You know, life without rest is life in frustration. Life without rest is life without peace. Life without rest is life without joy. You know, sometimes we need a rest. God, I believe, rested. Because he saw everything that he did in the first six days as good. And then the last day, sixth day, when he created man, he saw it as very good. Very good. And so God rested. You know, sometimes we've just got to look past the tensions in our life and see that everything is good. Because that's got how God made it. And then just rest. If God didn't panic with all that was going on at creation, with the void and, and the negativity that was in there, if he didn't panic but he just waited, why should we panic when life isn't how we seem it should, feel it should be? I, I don't want to make a New Year's resolution. I want to know how to press the reset button. The fourth thing that was present at creation was the Word of God. God spoke and it was. That's how he created. He didn't use his hands to create, he used his voice to create. He spoke And everything came into being. His word is so precious. We have his written word. But we have his quickened word that comes to us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we've got to get to a place of rest before we start to recognize that. Sometimes we've got to come to a place where we understand that God's actually wanting to do something in us. And just maybe, just maybe, we've been frustrating that happening, that work, that good work that God has wanted to do in us from the beginning. He is faithful to complete it. You know, the one thing God won't do is he won't stop us from being foolish. we make a wrong choice, then that's an app that's just attached to us. Every now and then it'll come up. Uh, That app, it's not really doing what I wanted it to do time to press the reset button to find unity press the reset button you know when you live in unity with God and with others you'll know the presence of the Holy Spirit because that's the place where he thrives he loves unity because that's his nature. And you know, when, uh, when you make yourself a little smaller, you're gonna give space to somebody around you to grow a little bit bigger. I wanna tell you that that's far better To you than feeling yourself growing bigger. When others around you are growing bigger, you'll get a greater joy than you ever will out of you growing bigger. It's all right to grow bigger, we should, but that's not our purpose. Our purpose is that we grow. a little smaller to make space for others to grow bigger. When you press the reset button and you re-establish rhythm, that will allow for rest. It will also strengthen relationships. The first relationship it'll strengthen is your relationship with God. And then every other relationship around you will be strengthened when you make time to rest and you find correct rhythm in your life, a balance of work, of play and of rest. When you press the reset button, Press it to the Word of God. To see the Word of God within you. You know, when I was a new Christian, I I would just immerse myself in my Bible. I've got to say that I don't read huge passages of my Bible anymore. Why not? Because every day, I want the word of God coming up from here. It's not to say I don't read it. I just don't read huge passages anymore because I spent a lot of time reading huge volumes and trying to understand. And now I just want the word of God to be brought through by the spirit of God who dwells in you and me. How's that for making yourself small? a God who chooses to live in humanity. I want to encourage you today. No matter what 2018's been like for you, no matter what, I'm confident of one thing, that he who began a good work in you Will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Are you ready to press the reset button? To find unity? To exercise humility? To live with rhythm? To know the living Word of God in your life, moving on your spirit to bring you to all the fullness that the Maker intended for you from the beginning. Will you stand with me this morning? In a moment, I'm going to pray for everybody here. But I just want to give opportunity. I don't know everybody in this room today. And I don't know where your position is with the one who made you. But I know that through Jesus Christ, you can know that your position with him can be reset a place that brings life in a way you've never known it before so I'm going to give you an opportunity I just ask that every head would be bowed and every eye would be closed except those that are concentrating on music or for myself because I want to acknowledge any person's commitment today and I want you to just ask today, are you willing to set the reset button for the first time and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour? People that have never done this before, perhaps, to know that Jesus Christ died for the forgiveness of your sin, to know that Jesus Christ wants to reset your life, to a place where you will thrive and not struggle if that's you this morning I want to just count to three and I just want your hand to go up I don't want to delay this thing so I'm just going to count to three and then your hand can go up and I'll pray for you personally from here not by name not anything that's going to embarrass you so on three you ready to make that commitment today one He went to the cross for you. Two, He's ready to receive you into His presence. Three, will you lift your hand? Thank you. You can put that hand down. Any others? Okay. Father, this morning, Lord, I thank you for lord the person who has placed their hand up may their life be transformed by the presence of god for each person who's put their hand up lord god may life come where darkness tended to prevail because lord that's what you promised That lord out of a self-sufficiency lord you'll uh, bring each person to find their sufficiency in Christ. May their life be full as they journey and follow Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. Amen. And now i just like to pray for everybody present. Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, you know uh, each one of us intimately. You know us, Lord, to the very depth of our being. And you know our great need. Lord, we acknowledge that you alone are God. And that your favour is upon every person here today. And Lord, I just pray, Father, that the days ahead, whether we count them by days or weeks or months or years, Lord God, we'd be aware of the reset button and that our lives, Lord, would thrive in unity. Would thrive, Lord God, in humility. Would thrive, Lord God, in flow and would thrive through your word. And the presence of your spirit, always in Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you. Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring faith or a follower of Jesus, there is a next step for you. There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to northwestchurch.com.au And thanks again for listening.